0: This is episode number 134, and today I'm breaking down my biggest takeaway from my interview with Tim Challies. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. So, if you listen to the Sunday interview, the Sunday sit down, you know that this was a really, really deep, meaty uh, interview that me and Tim did. We spent some time talking about his blog, talking about spiritual books, but we spent a majority of it digging into the differences between Armenian and Calvinist theology. And if you're not familiar with those terms or what they represent, I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to the interview because we dive into fleshing out what those things are and kind of the origins of those theologies and how they impact the way that we live as Christians. And so we had this really long conversation, but at the end of it, we came to some, some common ground, not in the theologies themselves, but in the kinds of conversations we need to be having around those theologies and how to appropriately address them, the right place for them. And at the end of the day, remembering that we're still a work in progress. And so this clip that I'm about to play for you, I'm reading a part of uh, Tim's about page on his website where he talks about how he considers himself to be unfinished. And uh, and so I just want to play this clip for you and then wrap it up at the end.
1: I mean, you grow with knowledge all the time, but it just expands your mind to how much more there is to know and how many things you, you just haven't figured out and probably never will figure out to the degree you'd like to. And uh, that's not a, a call for apathy or anything, but it is just realism. There, there's some things I don't know that I'll ever be completely confident in my view of the end times. You know, um, I, I have views I've, I've studied. I've, I've done work on that, but I just don't know that I'll ever have as much confidence in that as I do in some other things. So yeah in your bio and your on your
0: blog you you talk about how you're you consider yourself to be unfinished and, I, <laughs> yeah. and I, I won't read this because I feel like this is this is so true, and I think if this it puts to words something that I've been trying to formulate in my own mind, and so I want to read it because I think it's so so wonderfully written you said uh though I find beauty in traditional Protestantism, I realize that in some areas traditions may not be fully scriptural. Where that is the case, I am eager to change as the Spirit convicts me through the Word. And I just think that's a really great way to put it. It's We can be confident in the things that we know, but also eagerly desire to change as God's Holy Spirit convicts us, as we learn more about God's Word, that we we continue to be malleable objects Mm -hmm. and not set in a particular way of thinking because if you ask anyone to be honest, they'll tell you they don't know everything. So once right. you accept that, you have to accept that there's room to grow. So just having that as, mm-hmm. a, as a mindset of, I'm confident in what I do know, but I also recognize that I'm unfinished and that there are right. still things that God can teach me. I think that's just a great, a great practical way <laughs> to think about
1: it. Yeah, I, I think from a Reformed perspective, Reformed, it's a past tense word, Right. Um, but we are reforming. We're, we're acknowledging that what happened at the time of the Reformation was, I, I believe, very scriptural. And I think reformed theology is very, very accurate. But we don't want to say this is a finished thing. All we need to do now is kind of bring it in like a program and implant it into our lives and implant it into our churches. And we're, we're good to go. And, and reformed theology doesn't cover everything. It's not an exhaustive theology. And so, think about issues like social justice, which are all the rage today. Lots of people thinking about it. Lots of people talking about it. I don't think the reformed tradition really has a whole lot to say about it. You know, it doesn't certainly touch it exhaustively. And so uh, you can be reformed, but still not have a whole lot of a sense of what to do about certain issues of justice. Um, and so we are, yeah, we're reformed in our theology, but hopefully we're reforming as people who are incomplete, unfinished, Uh, continuing to to sharpen ourselves, continuing to go deeper into the tradition, but also um, at the same time, ensuring the tradition is consistent with the Word.
0: Just to to make it really practical for us, I think the reason why this is so important or such an important idea is that it's so easy to forget how much we've already changed in our thoughts and in our convictions. And we get to a place where we think that what you believe right now at this specific moment in time is the end of your spiritual progression, that your convictions and your understanding about who God is will remain the same for the rest of your life. But that's simply not true. You know, if history has taught us anything, it's that we are always growing. We're always learning new things. And that's, that's really productive. You know, if you still believed in the tooth fairy or cooties, like that would just be really weird. And so it's important for us to continue to uh, to challenge our beliefs and to challenge the things that we assume about our convictions, not for the sake of eroding our confidence in the foundation of our faith, but in order to make sure that we don't have any blind spots. And the reason that I reached out to Tim is because I wanted to do that for myself. I wanted to challenge my own assumptions about Calvinism, because to be honest, I had never given it a fair shake. I had never really uh, considered it or contended with it in a way where I was you know eagerly wanting to learn from someone who had uh, you know spent the time and invested the energy in really rounding out how they became reformed and why they believed that that's the correct point of view and so I wanted to contend with someone who honestly was uh, more developed in their convictions and in, in their belief system than I was, I wanted to contend with someone that was uh, going to challenge me. And I wanted to contend with the best version of some of an idea I had never personally investigated before. I didn't want to just have a conversation with someone who uh, didn't really have a firm grasp on what they were talking about, or someone who didn't have a strong conviction about it. I wanted to truly be challenged. And I want to draw your attention to a very... Popular uh, passage in the book of Acts and talking about the Berean Jews. And I, I want to make a, a slightly different point than is normally made with this passage, and I think it will kind of wrap up this point nicely. So in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, uh, we see uh, the Berean Jews and why they were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica. And in verse 11, the reason that it's that. Is given for why they are of more noble character is that they receive the message with great eagerness and examine the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. And so this passage is typically used to emphasize the importance of personal Bible study, right? To make sure that if you hear something, that you test it, that you make sure that it lines up with scripture. But remember this that not only were the Berean Jews examining this new teaching that Paul was bringing about. Following Jesus. But they were willing to be corrected. They were willing to acknowledge that they were wrong in the process, right? That for them to convert to Christianity meant leaving behind much of their Jewish belief system. And so for us, moving forward, contending with new ideas, challenging assumptions, making sure that we have a firm foundation and a firm spiritual uh, grounding for our convictions. We need to also be willing to be wrong. We need to be willing to change our mind, not flippantly, not haphazardly, but with purpose and intent that when God reveals himself to us in a way that's new, in a way that we've never thought about before, or if we're confronted by a teaching or a, a, some knowledge that we'd never encountered before, it's not the end of the world. We should always continue to focus on our growth, on growing our understanding, and becoming more well-rounded disciples as a result. And so if you haven't gone back and listened to the full interview, I think we had a fantastic conversation. And I think regardless of where you fall on the Calvinism versus Arminian uh, spectrum, that you'll get a lot out of it and learn something from it. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button if you haven't already to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review and Apple Podcasts to let me know what you think so far and head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. And there is a link in the show notes for that if you're not a part of the group already. Come on over, say hi. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Britton and I'll talk to you tomorrow.